Hi, and welcome to another episode of Excuse My Anxiety. I'm your host, Jessica, and today we're talking about virtual doctor's visits. But before we get into the meat of our episode today, I want to give a special shout out to some special, special listeners that we have in Ireland and in Australia. Want to give a shout out to those guys listening regularly to our Excuse My Anxiety podcast. I believe they've subscribed and they are definitely sharing our podcast with others. We are trying to grow our community of support and love. So make sure you're sharing all of our episodes to get as many people as we can excusing their anxiety. Right now in the world, we are still experiencing a mental health crisis as a fallout from COVID-19. So definitely a special shout out also goes to the mental health professionals on the front line taking care of us and making sure that we are staying mentally healthy during this trying time. And that's mainly the reason why I decided to do this topic today, virtual doctor's visits. I personally have been doing virtual doctor's visits since the beginning of COVID. And I must say, I really feel like the mental health community has stepped it up. I have enjoyed my virtual doctor's visits much more than I have ever enjoyed an in-person doctor's visit. I actually use the virtual visits for my psychology and psychiatry appointments. And I want to take some time to explain the difference for anybody that has not started a counseling program or has not stepped out to see a psychiatrist let's go into the difference of the two because sometimes we get it confused and before I started going I wasn't really clear on what services each clinician provided so we're going to start with a psychologist a psychologist is a person that has completed a master's level program to assist people with therapy. They subscribe to the therapy model, talk therapy, cognitive behavior therapy, other specific focused therapies that are in office, usually face-to-face under normal circumstances. And they basically focus on specific issues and give you strategies and tips to improve your quality of life and to try to dissipate some of the symptoms that you're experiencing. So they come from a model of talk and it's less of a medical model. Now, psychiatry, on the other hand, is almost 100% medical model. Psychiatrists are actual doctors. They go through medical school. They go through rounds of hospital residency because they are prescribing medicine. So the main difference is that a psychiatrist 
can prescribe medication. They are doctors, medical doctors. But they also do talk therapy. They are so they are also trained to do talk therapy and cognitive behavior therapy in addition to prescribing medication. But most times they stick with the medical model. So before COVID-19, going to the doctor can be an experience. It, it can be difficult for some patients. You have patients that have agoraphobia, that have social anxiety, and other things that make it hard to just get out of the house. So before COVID, there were not many options of staying home and they weren't easily accessible. You had a few websites that allowed you to do therapy at home, but they weren't easily accessible. The insurance was a nightmare to try to get the payments through. And many people were not apt to using Zoom or Teams. So it was just exponentially harder at that time. But now that we have been forced into virtual appointments much better much much better we've stepped it up as a mental health community we have stepped it up so I don't see many cons to the virtual visits as opposed to the in-office visits I mainly see cons and if you I mainly see the pros and not the cons. If you see cons, please send me a message and let me know what you think. But the pros that I see are that you're comfortable at home, which may make you more likely to be honest with the doctor about your symptoms and the things that you're experiencing. It's just a better level of comfort when you're in your own space. You're just more free. The billing is so much better because you type in your information when you're setting up your appointments and then you don't have to deal with that during your actual visit. You can focus on your treatment. You can focus on what the doctor is saying and the strategies that they're telling you or the information he's giving you about your medication. You don't have to be preoccupied with how much your copay is, how much left do you have on your insurance. You can really focus on the treatment. So Zoom is used as a medium for getting the virtual visits to you and also teams i've not had many problems with the actual um meetings once you get it up in the technology i've not lost a signal in a meeting or had the call to drop through zoom and mine are mainly done through zoom so i've not had a problem with that which is excellent it, it is really reliable as far as the technology. And that was something that I was extremely worried about is that, oh my God, it's going to keep dropping like the cell phone. And that's what's going to happen. But it doesn't. And you have that option also to do it on the go. I've actually used that function to do it on my cell phone in the car. Can you imagine you're doing your cell phone in the car 
and your therapy session is happening over your radio and you're able to drive where you're going and get your therapy or get your psychiatry appointment. So convenient, so awesome. This had to be forced into place, but so necessary, so necessary. So I have a few tips as usual for you. Once you do decide to engage in the virtual doctor's visits, what do you do once you're in the visits? So we got six tips, quick tips for you to get the most out of your virtual doctor's visits. Number one, probably the hardest thing to do, but always be brutally honest with your clinician, whether it's your psychologist or your psychiatrist. Tell them the true symptoms that you're having and the extent. Don't try to hide behind your ego or your guilt or shame or whatever is holding you back from telling the truth. Do your best to subdue it and be perfectly honest about what's going on with you at that time. So that's tip number one. Be honest with your doctor. Number two, in the visit and in the flow of the conversation between you and your doctor, don't overthink your answers. Don't let the worry and anxiety take over. Try to stay calm and give them answers that's going to move your treatment forward. Not anything that's going to stifle your treatment. So don't overthink your answers. Number three, when the doctor gives you your feedback or your therapist gives you your feedback, try not to be offended because they're giving you sometimes a diagnosis or what they see from their clinical point of view. It's not to offend you, it's not to make you feel worse, but it's to give you an objective point of view of what they see. Your family and friends may know you in a certain light, and they have a bias. They don't have a clear way of looking at you because they've known you for so long. So your psychologist or your psychiatrist doesn't know you in that capacity, so they're going to have a different opinion of you. So, and you have the right to disagree. You don't have to agree with every diagnosis or everything that they say about your behavior, about your symptoms. You're human. They're human. And it's a thing called practicing medicine. And that's what doctors are doing. It's not a specific science. It's not an exact science. Doctors are practicing medicine. They've been to school. They're doing the best that they know how with the information they're given. But medicine and technology is ever evolving. So they're doing the best they can with the information that they have at that precise moment. So don't be offended by the science and technology that they have at their disposal. And know that number four is that you can always go get a second opinion. Even with mental health diagnosis, 
You don't have to accept the first diagnosis or anything that one doctor or one clinician or therapist tells you. Just like medical situations, if you don't agree, go get a second opinion. It's okay. That's one person's diagnosis. Go get a second opinion. That will be number four. Number five, ask questions. The only way for you to get clarity about a situation or about what a person is saying is to ask that person while they're in front of you. And if it's a computer screen that they're in front of or a cell phone screen, ask your questions. It's not going to hurt the doctor's feelings for you to ask your questions. They're trained for it. That's what you're supposed to do. And some people get shy or an embarrassed type feeling about asking questions. But it's perfectly normal and it's helpful. And the doctor is expecting it. So be sure to ask questions if you need to. And number six. This is an important one, maybe not the most important but it is definitely an important one. And that is to follow the doctor's orders. It is true. They are the doctor. They have gone to at least 10 years of post high school studies to become a psychologist or a psychiatrist. So they have put in the work. They have put in the hours to be the expert follow their orders if you feel like you have a strong clinician somebody that is good in their field follow their orders the likelihood of their advice being good and their diagnosis being correct is more likely than for you to have a misdiagnosis although misdiagnosis do happen it's more likely that your clinician is hitting the mark and that they're doing a good job as opposed to the anomalies where somebody's misdiagnosed or they have something to go wrong. So follow follow doctor's orders and look to see if you're getting the benefits that you want, if you're getting the improvement in your symptoms that you want. And overall, I believe that the virtual doctor's visits are the wave of the future. I actually think that after COVID-19 is under control, that virtual doctor's visits will be more prevalent and that they will actually overtake in-person doctor's visits in the future. That's my prediction. We'll see what happens. I hope that the tips were helpful. I hope that you feel comfortable to relax and that your clinician makes you feel that you are getting the best care possible. If not, do your due diligence as a patient and seek out the best care for you in your situation and live well be mindful and we're going to get our quote 
of the day out. And we're going to round out this episode. So our quote for today, y'all know this is my favorite portion of the show. Quote of the day. And this quote today comes from Mason Cooley. And I really feel like this quote speaks to my attitude and my journey during COVID-19 because being in the house and not being able to come out freely as you would like to for a person that experiences depression and cycling of moods and anxiety it's difficult so this is a quote for anybody that is pushing through their mental illness pushing through the depression the anxiety to get to the other side because sometimes we don't want to go there but we do get to a point of hopelessness where it's just hard to face another day so I felt like this quote was a quote of motivation to let us know that as people that have a mental illness or that have been diagnosed with something that we have to overcome this quote gives us a break and lets us know that we are doing the best that we can do and it says every day begins with an act of courage and hope getting out of bed Mason Cooley I felt like that was so profound we don't get credit for just getting out of the bed it's a choice some people choose to lay there and be hopeless and helpless for that day so give yourself some credit for just getting out of the bed this morning, for just pressing the button to listen to this podcast, to get stirring. You're doing a good thing for yourself, so give yourself more compassion, more understanding, more self-love, because you are doing the right thing. You're getting up every day. You're trying to make a difference. You're trying to make your life better. So keep doing what you're doing. I see it. Hopefully others in your life see it and it will pay off the courage to face every day. Be well, be blessed. I'm Jessica. Until next time, excuse my anxiety.